Alexei Navalny leads another round of nationwide protests, and Vladimir Putin stages his annual televised call-in spectacle. Who will win the Battle of the Optics? Hello from our broadcast headquarters in Prague, and welcome to the Power Vertical Briefing, a weekly look ahead at stories we expect to make news this week. My name's Brian Whitmore, host of the Power Vertical podcast here at RFRL, and joining me in the studio is RFRL's news editor, Steve Gutterman. Welcome, Steve. Thanks, Brian. So if I had to sum up the coming week in advance, I'd say the following. Uh, Putin will say that he's making Russia great again, and Navalny will say, we can do better than this. What will you be watching for in the protest and in, and in Putin's call-in show Thursday, Steve? Well, I think, I mean, in the protests, uh, Navalny is going to try to get as many people out uh, today as, as possible. And there, you know, there's there's some fairly big crowds, it looks like, in the in the Far East and in Siberia, Barnaul, Novosibirsk. Um, so, you know, he is bringing people out. It's a little unclear what's going to happen in Moscow in, Moscow. in a couple yeah. hours because... Um, at the last minute, Navalny, who was denied permission to to hold a to march down Tverskaya, uh, the main street, announced last night that uh, you should come to Tverskaya because they're not letting us. We're, we're being blocked out of having any screens and and um, yeah, been loudspeakers at the pressure on companies not to provide equipment is what Navalny right exactly. Right? So you know they're using those usual tactics against the opposition, uh, and he's calling people to go to Tverskaya, which. And, and there's for Russia Day, there's a there's like a historical reenactment or, or a parade happening there. So, um, you know, that obviously sets up the, the possibility of, of clashes and, and, you know, violence and arrests. Um, so we'll see, you know, how that plays out. Um, you got to wonder what Navalny's doing here. Um, because that is that is pretty provocative. It is it pretty much guarantees or makes highly likely that you're going to see it, some kinds of clashes and certainly some arrests. Right, and you know, um, if that happens, it'll show that uh, you know th- he'll be showing that that the authorities are, are cracking down and not letting people uh, you know protest. Where, and again, you know, going back years, actually, the opposition considers that these. The, the idea that you need permission to protest right. is is actually you know unconstitutional, so it plays into that. But no, it, it is a good question. There's some criticism of Navalny for for moving it. You know, there are some people who would be ready to protest in the in the the um, allowed place, but not elsewhere. But I think I mean I think um, regardless of of what how that sort of plays out today, Putin's going to spend some time a little bit in his. Uh, in his call-in show, mm-hmm. kind of trying to dismiss Navalny and and the opposition. I don't know exactly how he'll do that. Probably a mix of you know portraying Navalny as a crook and uh, self-interested politician, mm-hmm. uh, and playing down maybe the size and and scope of the protests. Um, I mean, obviously, he has you know the, Navalny has shown that there you know there are people ready to protest and. And there are other issues that people are protesting about in Moscow, for instance, the the um, demolition of of Soviet era housing. So those are things that Putin's going to have to to face a bit in in and his, the truckers' protests. You know, the truckers. So those are those are things Putin's going to have to to deal with in this what's will apparently you know seemingly be his last of these call-in shows before before the election next March. And you have to. I mean, the inevitable question: Putin has still not declared that he's running for president. Um, there has been some rumblings in the press about this. Um, MK had a piece about how this, all of this speculation is all his, his delay in, in announcing is causing a lot of speculation about his health, about whether he's going to run. And that's a pro Kremlin paper. Um, now if you look at this historically, 
Putin tends to declare he's running three to six months before the election, which would mean September and onward, given that the elections in March back in in, in 2011, it was announced in September when the castling was announced. Right. And was stepping aside and Putin was running again for president. Back in 2007, 2008, it was announced that Medvedev would run for president in Putin's stead. And it was that was that was done in December. Right. Um, so th- just three months before the election. So he's not really like delaying any longer than he did in the past. But do you expect this question to come up? How do you think Putin's going to handle it? Uh, the question will, will certainly, certainly come, come up. up. I my guess is that he will not is that he won't commit uh, at this mm, point. That's mine as um, well. Just because I mean, uh, in the West, I guess we think it's it's very late to be doing mm. this. Uh, but but yeah, I think he's going to keep people guessing. For a variety of reasons, one of which, you know, you sort of become, I mean, you could argue that if he wants to, to go ahead and show, like, stability, and I'm, I'm going to run again, that he might announce. But on the other hand, it turns him into a lame duck. He has to, he has to get some stuff done to show that he's been doing something right. as opposed to, you know, keep leaving it till later to, to make a splash. And another question is, you know, will they allow Navalny to, to yeah. run? Yeah, and that's, I mean, in in a lot of ways, that's the story of this week, because you're looking at Navalny, who's probably not going to be allowed in the ballot, let's face it, but right. yet he's running for president anyway, and this is how he's going to do it, right? Um, and you got Putin, who everybody knows is running, but is, is not going to announce it probably yet. And how, who do you think is going to win the battle of the optics this week, if you had to look ahead? Well, that's, I mean, I, I'd say, I guess both will, will claim victory, certainly, mm-hmm. Um you know, I think it's important for Navalny to kind of to to pick up momentum or to 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 continue to have to show momentum, um, but I think Putin has tools to kind of to play that down and and uh, and dismiss it. So, um, in a way, I think you know the sort of more of a challenge for Navalny in this case because he is the challenger and he has to, you know, Putin. All, all Putin needs to do is kind of uh, show that well, you know, this is this is just a ripple. And Putin tends to rise to the occasion in these call-in programs. I mean, they're 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 very staged. He 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 knows how to perform in these things, but he's not often doing these when he's when when, when he's un, under. He, I wouldn't call him beleaguered right now, but right. the regime's facing certain cha- challenges right now, um, and and they they don't seem to know how to address. It seems to right. me that for the first time in Putin's presidency, he doesn't know what kind of story he wants to tell the Russian people. No, it's true. I agree. And that's why I think it's hard to predict exactly what he'll say. I mean, they did sort of postpone this for, yes. for a few months. I think one of the reasons was that the uncertainty around you know Trump's election and, yeah. and what how the U.S. was going to be relating to Russia. So they sort of have an answer partially on that. Um but you know that's another thing to it'll be interesting to see whether you know how how hard he goes against the west i mean certainly he has been been hard on the west in in recent comments um but but i agree i think it's it's a it's a unusual time in that you know he needs to he needs to have something concrete to to say i mean we're you know less than a year before an election uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not certain that uh, that he's going to find that. And the story, and a story to tell. I mean, maybe, right, exactly. maybe we'll get some clues on Thursday in terms of what kind of story he's going to start telling the Russian people to justify why why he, he needs to remain in power um, indefinitely. Right. Because you have, I mean, the Crimea is kind of over. That wave is over. Of you know, uh, so 
as you say, it's kind of a, a new a new story to to justify that. And I, I just can't imagine what that new story is going to be, but maybe we'll find out soon. And on that note, we'll wrap it up. That's all we have time for today. You've been listening to the Power Vertical Briefing, a weekly look ahead at stories making news in Russia. We do this every Monday, so be sure to tune in. I'm Brian Whitmore, host of the Power Vertical Podcast. Joining me in the studio has been RFRL's news editor, Steve Gutterman. Join us again next week. And now, as always, I leave you with the soothing sounds of Noise MC.